Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. The first thing I thought of when I got to this section, oddly enough, was a commentary by D.A. Carson called mm-hmm. When Jesus Confronts the World. And you know that really is a good title for Matthew 8 through 10, but go ahead and I'm going to let you do the overview this time. Well, we, we've got a lot going on here. Um, some of the stories, and you know, in, in preparation for this, I'm trying to think, what are the things that, you know, kind of jumped out at me? And how often Jesus is confronted, not only with sick people, not only with lepers, but demon-possessed people. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, you know, it starts making me think about, like, have I ever, in normal, regular conversation with anyone, in America, has demon possession ever even been a topic of conversation? Hmm. Do we talk about people being sick? Yeah. Oh, so-and-so is sick. Right. Oh, so-and-so got hurt. Oh, so-and-so is, you know, whatever. We never talk about demon possession. So I wanted to bring this and just kind of like well, see where this conversation our, goes. What are you thinking? Our conversation at the start with, the, with you bringing up the scary movies and all that, it mm-hmm. makes me think of, uh, I forgot the name of the film, but it's from this 1970s, and a lot of Americans, when they think about the topic of demon possession, they think about that particular movie and... The Exorcist? The Exorcist, that's yeah. correct. And it kind of gives a faulty view, I think, of of this topic, number one. Number two, um, I, I'm not sure you were attempting to segue for me to be able to teach on this particular aspect of it, but demon possession is actually poor terminology for it. Okay. It's... Cool. It's, well, and it's, it's good. Misleading. I think I know where you're going, but yeah. you know, audience may not. So right, go into it, it that. is misleading. Yeah, uh, and that goes back to the King James and and 400 year old language. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's unfortunate that that's what has been the primary terms used to refer to people who, scripturally speaking, have been demonized. That is a better okay. way of phrasing it. What we're talking about here is, and and so what oftentimes I've heard Christians say is like, for example, a Christian cannot be possessed by a demon, but they can be oppressed by a demon. Okay, so hit me. This, so somebody's going to hear this. This is not scriptural like, language, though. No, you don't see the word oppressed. No. So we got to be see, careful. You do see demon possessed, and that—that's like I said, that's a poor. Tra- that's actually for today. That's a poor word to use for it because Satan does not possess anyone himself. Uh, a demon does not possess anyone. Um, a demon can inhabit. A demon can influence. The Greek word is not translated demon possessed. When we see that someone is influenced by a demon, it's the, like I said, the best term is demonized. That person is demonized. That's the best translation what, what, of. And what would the you Greek. say? What does that mean then? Right. Well, so when what we, it does, when we it, think of the it, word demon possessed, we think there's yeah. a demon inside of you controlling you. Right. right. That's You're what saying, we think. That's what we think, but that's that's not a good description of what's happening. So with that understanding of, I think that's the Americanized, the American culture idea of what demon possession means, what would you say is a better biblical description of what's happening? Well, on a case-by-case basis, you have to look at the behavior and right. in, in the text for that particular instance. But demonization is, yes, there is a level of control, but it is surrendered ground. Um, it, is, it is something that has been surrendered to the enemy by the person. So, you know, the whole head spinning around thing, like in the movie The Exorcist and all that, that that's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know that demons can give supernatural strength. Yep, you see plenty of pictures in, of that in the Scripture. You know, the no man was about chained, he breaks the chains, you know. Right, uh, they, they had multiple people trying to hold the person down in the book of Acts yep. who was demonized. So it can bring supernatural strength. It, the, the demon can, in a sense, take possession of the person's voice. Yeah, they start speaking. Speak through the person. Yep. Um, 
the uh, so th- there, so are there, other, are, there are other there other options. Oh, not options, maybe, but uh, descriptions of you know the woman who was bent over. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a mention of you know it was, that was a demon. You know, you might say demon oppression. That was she could not stand up because of you know some stranglehold that the demon had over her. Well, and the Bible does demon. speak of demons coming out of people mm-hmm. physically, so there is this aspect of habitation. Demons can inhabit a person, but that does not mean they possess that person. Right. Possession implies ownership. That's why I say it's a it's a bad word to use. Mm-hmm. Is demons do not own people. So these people are being aff- afflicted. They're by being demons. afflicted. They're being They're attacked being, and even oppressed. Can be inhabited. Oppressed. There's a lot of words that can be used to describe based upon the particular story you're seeing. Right. Find the right word that applies to that. But the Greek word being translated in English is actually they're demonized. Mm-hmm. And it, demonization can refer to all kinds of other words that we describe what we see happening in that particular instance. But we want to avoid the phrase demon possession because it implies ownership of that person. And and that's not true. Um, it's it's demon pos- When you possess something, it's as if you own it. And you right. completely control it. And while it appears at times this person's being controlled by the demon, and there's aspects in which you could kind of arrive at that conclusion perhaps, in reality, the demons cannot own that person, particularly if it's a believer. And because, yet, a believer, because a believer is owned by Christ. Right. And we, are, we can be the temple, right? The temple of the Holy right. Spirit who's dwelling in us. So there's a considerable amount of debate among Christian scholars as to whether or not or how, at what level a demon can influence a Christian. We know a demon can influence a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not the demon can enter into a person's body and influence them, I happen to have changed my position through the years on that. I do now believe that a Christian can have a demon actually inhabit inhabit their physical body in a certain place, not, not have full possession, not mm-hmm. own their heart, the center being of who they are, not control their spirit, none of that. Right. But I do believe that there can be, and, and I know most most American Christians do not believe that. Yeah, and, and I'd say hearing this for the first time, I'd be like, I, I find that hard because my mind, again, as I just mentioned, the, the Bible shows, you know, speaks strongly of we are inhabited by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit lives within us, so it's hard for me mm-hmm. to say, if the Spirit lives in us, how can there also be a demon? Let me ask you this: right. Does, sin, yeah. does sin, sin still dwell in you? I do still commit sin. Does sin still dwell in you? Who will rescue me from this body of death? The Apostle Paul says, who has the Spirit of God living in him. Right. Which is more offensive to God, my sin or a demon? Am I going to go to hell because of my sin or because of a demon? No. If I'm not a believer, I'm going to go to hell because of a sin. Right. My sin problem. Yep. Not because there's a demon. So my my point is... Mm -hmm. The sin that indwells me is just as offensive to a holy God who lives in me than if a demon happens to be inhabiting me as well in a moment. Right. I do not believe a Christian can be inhabited by a demon apart from them surrendering that ground to right. the enemy. They may not realize. It's not like they're inviting a demon in. Don't get right. me wrong. It's not like they explicitly say, demons, come on in. Correct. But it's more like they're giving up or, or you know, they're no longer fighting a battle of sin struggle. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett A. Marani, 2021.